Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Do you have a great idea for a product? But no idea how to start create a business. Or maybe you're in business but need help taking it to the next level. You may want to contact our guest this morning for some help. Krista Hill is the co-founder of Tacit Edge Product Leadership. She's had years of experience with global companies, including Morgan Stanley, Benevity, and Getty Images. She and her team help people and business understand the real meaning of product management and how to help their business thrive. Good morning, Krista. Good morning. Good morning, Tara. Good morning. How are you? Excellent. Thank Perfect. you. And you too? Uh, you Amazing. Know, <laughs> doing well. Thank you. So I think we should start with the very basics for what exactly product management is. Mm-hmm. Can you define that for us? Product management is one of the least understood uh, vocations that is out there in the world, I believe, today. And that's why Renee and I started this company was to help define it and bring education around it. So essentially what a product manager is, is we are the ones in an organization in a large organization, we can be inside as an intrapreneur. So what we're looking for is to make sure that everything that's being built or looked at has an eye on usability. Can you, and can somebody use it? Is it feasible, viable, moral, and does it have value? Is someone going to buy it? So there's, there's so much to unpack around how we do that. We have a lot of tactics and techniques to which we have created a curriculum to help standardize so that we can teach it in an industry agnostic way so that folks can learn the basics of entrepreneurship and then also become hopefully entrepreneurs themselves and create more momentum in our economy in Alberta. So yeah, Tara stole the thunder from underneath my feet with this question because when, when I was going through your website and you know I my company is here, mm-hmm. we're in the service industry. Right? Right. No, we don't have a tangible product. It's okay. an hand thing. And I was trying to figure out. I know Tara and I talk about a lot of people leadership and and mm-hmm. and the whole yeah, world is talking about people leadership and all of a sudden product leadership. What what is product leadership? Yeah, product leadership essentially is bringing together the ability to have people collaborate and be effective in their roles in the most optimal way. So a product manager sits at the intersection of the business, the technology, the support teams, the designers, everyone. And what we want to do is make sure that in the room when we're doing ideation, that everyone is contributing in a way that we're breeding psychological safety, allows people to speak the truth about processes and services that they might be working with, and making sure that we're creating forward momentum so that they become more valuable. And again, we're always looking through that lens of usability, feasibility, viability, and value. And then when people are working at their most optimal state, everything becomes more valuable instantly. So how's that different from a project manager, a product manager, project manager? So project managers have a set timeframe for a project, a beginning and an end and a budget, right? What we do is we live in an agile methodology, which is agile is defined as speed to learnings that can be incorporated into a product's development. So if we have a project and a product we want to build, we don't actually know what the end game is going to be until we get to somewhat of the end game. So a project manager would have everything very clearly defined. The deliverable is X, Krista, go build this thing. And when that thing is built, we'll take it to market and it's done. But what we do in product management is make sure that all the way along, there's some value that we can realize we can test. So say we have a nine week long build. In week one, we're taking what we've built with those teams and we're showing it to somebody. A project manager is just required to 
give a status update. How's it going? It's going great. Okay. Mm. But a product manager will show you what we've built and then we'll get feedback. Should we change the direction of the end goal that we have defined? What have we learned? And can we incorporate that into the next phase of the build? I think a project manager should change to be more agile. <laughs> oh, well, they are, <laughs> you right? Think. As you can imagine, it was born of a very, this concept is waterfall. Right. Everything is very clearly defined. There's a lot of certainty, but is there certainty? There's so much in the world that changes every day. Certainty is an illusion. So mm-hmm. agile is meant to address that, that you can really incorporate the changes that are happening in the day-to-day world. And look what we've learned in the past two years. We are all agile mm-hmm. now. <laughs> you have to be. You do. Or, so yeah. I understand you know, when I did the intro, we mentioned you can teach people how to start their business. But mm. let's talk about existing business. This is 49 years old. Now, you come to me and say, well, the product you have is not working well. People don't like change. How do you deal with this? Mm. Uh, well, first we start with the math. If, if somebody comes to me and says, you know, the product's not working well, Krista, can you come in and take a look and, and see how we can either make it better, optimize, or maybe we need to start from scratch and start again. Maybe enough has changed about the world and how we do business that the problem that we were originally solving has also evolved. Look how much, like I said, what's changed in the past two years. <clears throat> the ability to be able to pivot your business towards a new one was the difference between you surviving or failing in the past two years. So I think we take a lot of those concepts. And if you said to me, Krista, like my business is, this is 40, 49 years old. How am I going to change it? The answer is, well, what do you want it to be? And what are you trying to be out in the market? What do you want the market to say about what you do? Then we work that backwards to how you built your service or your product. Because remember, today's services are tomorrow's products, right? We use technology that is just now possible to create products around services. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, you know, it's it's more of a question of what is your goal? And then we work that backwards. And then we apply that to your existing product and say, what of this is can we keep? What can we optimize? What can we pivot to address a, a maybe a different market segment that you never considered before? Mm. And, um, you know, I look at the competition and I say, you know, we do the same thing for so many years in our industry. Mm-hmm. And we do commercial real estate uh leasing, sales, and property management. And we just had a conversation about property management, Tara and I, before we started, we came on, on air. And I look at how do I deal with the competition? How do I, um, I would say, come and differentiate, differentiate myself from the competition? Where do you guys come in here? We, we believe really in branding a company and what it stands for in the industry. Right. So if you want to be unique and have a differentiator, then you need to decide what that's going to be. And either that's something in your culture, right? How you do business or that's in your techniques and your tactics out in the market. Right. What I've saw and one thing I noticed particularly as I did buy a house during the pandemic is that real estate and the market and how we're treated as clients significantly changed in that period. Right. So you saw a lot of, of organizations go more virtual. Right. You saw virtual tours become the norm instead of the exception. You saw drone footage for the first time around a house that, gosh, that would have been really something to see a, a few years ago. So I think really when you when you talk about an industry that has a legacy in, in a province like Alberta, where we've got that in the energy industry too as well, it's about branding, who you want to be. Again, always going back to what do you want the market to say about you and how you deliver your services and your business? <clears throat> And then we work that backwards to create product solutions to for us to test to see if whether or not we can change that perception or grow your business based on a new product offering or an optimization on an existing one that you've got. 
We're with Krista Hill, co-founder of Tacit Edge product. I have produce written down here. That's definitely, I I don't know about that one. Could be a product. You could work with a produce (laughs) company, um, product leadership. And so could you give us an example of a company that you worked with that didn't know what they didn't know about product leadership and how it helped them? Oh, this is a tough one. Um, a success story. Well, I mean, they're all success stories because when people learn and they evolve, that is instantly a success for us. So I think, you know, for us, we are typically brought into an organization at a leadership layer. They, they say, look, our, our teams are not delivering. And I was okay. Can you tell me a little bit more about that? Well, uh, you know, the velocity of our development teams is slow. We're not delivering as much product as we used to. Uh, we think we have a problem. It's like, okay, so it, that's usually how we show up on um, on the landscape. And then when we go in and start talking to the people, it's usually uh, indicative of a lack of focus on the executive team. They want more all the time. So if you had your company and you're saying you're to your developers, I want all these things and I need them all right now. All of them are a top priority. Typically, they don't know which ones to prioritize because Priority is singular. It's not meant to be pluralized, but somehow in this world, we have made it plural. So that's typically what we unpack first is making sure that, again, we understand what the market is that the company is going after. We prioritize the product builds that will get them those results. And then we continue to iterate and keep that focus alive because typically organizations, like when we saw when everybody went home during the pandemic, there was a ton of focus around how are we going to work from home? That was like the most important issue that we all took on. And during emergent times, we have extreme focus because we have high levels of communication. So what we try to do is instill that high level of communication and collaboration in teams, even in non-emergent times. So that's typically the the cornerstone of a lot of our work very early days. And then as we progress and we start to teach them how to measure to see what's happening with their products, to see if the, the work we're doing is working. And if not, then let's pivot again. We just teach that acumen over and over and over. And everywhere we go in, it doesn't matter how different difficult the environment is, what the constraints are. When you open up the doors to great collaboration and education, it's amazing what can happen. We're with Krista Hill, co-founder of Tacit Edge Product Leadership, and we have to take a short commercial break. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. We're back with Krista Hill, co-founder, Tacit Edge Product Leadership. Once again, I want to ask you a little bit more about product leadership. You are somebody who's clearly very passionate about what you do. Where did this come from? Like about Product leadership, getting Mm -hmm. passion about product leadership. How did that come about? I think naturally I've self-identified as a serial entrepreneur from a very young age and I didn't even know what that meant or what it was Mm -hmm. until I really got involved in uh, early days in the IT world, solving problems for organizations that were very big. And I found that the messier the problem, the more complex it was, the more I really liked it. So I just followed that thread all the way through varying um, 
turns along the way. I even did a pit stop in the not-for-profit sector, running a rec center for a little while because I used to run a skating school. So mm-hmm. there were so many different avenues that I could stretch and flex my under my ability to apply technology to solve problems for society and for companies. So that being said, I uh, was working at Benevity and I met Renee and I was sitting in a, in a room with her and she was talking about, she was building a product that centered around diversity, inclusion and belonging. And it was a game changing moment. And I tell the story all the time about how she finally defined what the, the meaning of belonging was. And it just clicked to me that like, I belong here. I'm, I'm a product person. I'm an entrepreneur. This is, this is what I should be doing. I belong here. So with that, um, we continued to build some great products uh, in that organization and we went our separate ways. And then when the ability to teach this came along, we were already experimenting with trying to train people because we couldn't hire them. The, they just didn't exist with our skill set. And even when we did find people, we had a hard time bringing them on board. So we wrote curriculum and we were able to deliver that through SATE. And I think that's really the moment where I was like, leadership means not just, you know, trying to make things better for yourself, but for other people too as well. And, mm-hmm. you know, product management is very much around finding the potential in people and processes and products. And when you bring that all together, to me, that was the definition of, of leadership and we can bring those things with product together. Can you expand on that program with SATE? Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Well, we, <clears throat> as I mentioned, we had a hard time hiring product managers in, in Alberta. It's a very popular role down in the States and much more evolved than it is in our ecosystem up here. And so we were practicing in a certain way and we were writing our own curriculum and teaching our own people for our own purposes. And it, I was volunteering on a board um, called Product YYC and Sate contacted Product YYC and was like, you know what, we think this should be a course. Is there anyone who's doing that kind of work? And I just shot my hand up and I was like, this is it. Like, <laughs> we, could, we could do this. And, and so as I started talking to them uh, instantly, Renee's name popped into my head and I called her that night and I said, I found the thing. I found the thing. We're going to deliver this course. And of course, you know, when I was talking to Sate and I was chatting with them and I, I just said, you know, I'm assuming you would want me to do this. And they were like, oh, would you? And I was like, I couldn't imagine not doing this. And I had no so idea amazing. what I was agreeing to. So we we started what was called a, a transformation boot camp where we taught uh, for 12 weeks the principles of the foundation elements of product management, what makes a product manager, what they do, how they do it, and why. And then... Through SATE, we were able to partner with a technology team so they could practice. And this is the gift. You know, we're in very high-level roles in organizations. It's very high risk to try things for the first time in front of an audience with a million-dollar-a-year dev team. What if you could pull back all the pressure? We could coach you on your behavior and your tactics and how you're working with these teams, and you could learn for real in a in a really safe environment. And that's what we created at Satan. It's the first of its kind in the world. Nobody's doing it like this, but we realized that when we were training people, the practical experience was key, but there was no pathway for it. And there was no answer to how do I become a product manager? You had to know somebody to get into a company and then you would get the role eventually. So this way we were able to solve for both of those problems. We could open it up, democratize access to the network and then say, come because this ecosystem in Alberta is growing. It's exploding. We need more people. So there's no shortage of work, but we have a shortage of manpower. So for us to be able to train like this in this kind of environment was a real gift. So we're really grateful to say for Good that for opportunity. You. Our Thank guest you. this morning is Krista Hill, co-founder of Tacit Edge Product Leadership. So Krista, uh, on your website, you uh, have a 
piece about CPO, mm-hmm. Chief Product Officer. Oh, yeah. And uh, CPO, you kind of advise companies that cannot afford to use you guys as their CPO. Why do you think a company, every company needs a CPO? Maybe not every company, but why do we need a CPO, Chief Product, product Officer? Product Officer. <laughs> Very well done. Um, I believe that uh, product leadership early and often within an organization is the key to having product-led growth. And what I mean by this is, is that you can have a very unfocused approach to builds and developers are incredibly expensive as teams together. You can rack up a pretty big bill of a lot of features and a lot of things that your product could do, but is it cohesive? What is it all building towards? What's the big picture? And again, when I asked that question of, What do we want the market to be saying about us within three to five years? And even over the short term, the only way that we can do that is if we have a cohesive vision and strategy. And so the chief product officer literally sits with the executive team to make sure that every decision that we make is a step towards that vision and strategy and not a step sideways just shooting into a barrel of fish, thinking that we could get the sale if we did this, we could get this sale if we did that. But if we get those sales, is it going to end up costing us more money down the road than we're making, right? So the chief product officer really oversees all those metrics to make sure that every investment that we make in the product leads to the bigger picture, which gets us to the business success and the goals that we're looking for. So To have this person full-time is, again, it's an executive role, but you can also have it from a a consultative, from a fractional perspective, and we do a lot of that work in the industry. Sometimes that's good to have an outside It is, and we can speak the truth, right? And so when you have uh, companies that are startups and they're learning, it's it's a lot of hard conversations because everyone's really invested in the outcome, and so everyone's doing the best that they can, but ultimately the, the lens of product, again, looking at usability, feasibility, viability, value and morality these are these are conversations that we make sure are happening every step of the way so basically if i want to start a business coming to you and figure out cpo you'll either save me a lot of money by not starting a business yeah. because the idea excuse my french sucks <laughs> no, or it no, won't we'll work save you money in churn and this churn and waste along the way to to getting to the thing that you're going to build you have to remember the story that we don't tell about entrepreneurship is that you don't ever productize your first idea that doesn't exist. And anybody who stands up here and says that I'm an entrepreneur and my idea is the one thing and it was the first idea I had is lying to you because you need a person who's going to test that idea, see if somebody will pay for it, right? And all of those applications and that practice lives in product management. So you can go it alone as a CEO and most CEOs are the original product manager in the company because they are the entrepreneur. But if you had another arm while the CEO is going out and getting sales, trying to build the business, getting funding, et cetera, the CPO is over here building the organization to make sure that you have the acumen and the expertise to know what to build and when, and most importantly, what not to build. And I think that is really the, the That's value. That's the one I wasn't really referring to. Yeah. Not to, be. <laughs> not to build. I love when people have an unorthodox journey to mm-hmm. where they get to. And I think it's so fun for people at home listening who may be looking for something new or maybe they're feeling a little bit redundant or who knows, they just, they know that they, they need a change. So I, when I was reading through your resume, with it, which is extensive, um, <laughs> I saw that, you know, you started a long time ago, you were working at the West Hillhurst Community Association. Mm-hmm. And then and you mentioned that and then moving into Getty and then Benevity. So how did that 
shift happen? How did you move from working at West Hillhurst into Getty? Well, in, in I, 90 seconds. <laughs> in 90 seconds, yeah. yeah. It actually started earlier before that. I was working in the banking system, going to school. And then I also shifted to Alberta Health Services and got my first IT role there. Then uh, I went into West Hillhurst. The reason why I went there was because I, I was running a skating school there and they were facing foreclosure. So the building was 60,000 square feet with $40 in the bank account and they were in trouble. So I actually installed a piece of software and I'm talking really fast. I apologize. But it, what it did is it helped me automate the operations of that building so that it could survive. It's there today because of that work. So it was a half IT project, Mm -hmm. very much a passion project because my skating school meant the world to me and we had primetime ice. And if you're an adult or a parent who has children, you know how valuable that is. And I was not going to let that arena close. It's incredibly important for our ecosystem of recreation to have that inner city rec center. So from that point, I went on a mat leave and I had some recruiters that lived in the neighborhood and they're like, what's next, Krista? And I was like, well, I need you to help me answer that question. And they said, you know what? There's roles in technology for people with mad social skills. How about it? And that's how I got in. I love it. She did it. 90 yeah. seconds. Just like, it's like you just timed yourself. <laughs> no, we have another 30. <laughs> no. Okay. I have another last quick one. Sure. Okay. What's your advice for people coming out of school? Like what's your idea of education, post-secondary education? Life. It's as simple as that. I I think we put a lot of pressure on people to understand and to know who they're supposed to be when they graduate. But I know for sure in my mid to late 40s that what I know about the world is not what I knew when I graduated. And all the experience that I bring to product management is a culmination of everything that I've done in my life. So know that when you graduate, it's the journey. Every step leads to the next one. Keep an open mind. Say yes to things that make you uncomfortable because you have no idea where they're going to lead. I love that. And my answer is wife. Our (laughs) guest this morning was Krista Hill, co-founder of Tacit Edge Product Leadership. If you want to test your idea, call the Tacit Edge team. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. That was a good ad. I I really liked that way that you... Thank you, I'm Krista, for up. being our oh, Thank yesterday. you for having me. Calgary Next is powered by Calgary Economic Development. Calgary is the place where bright minds and big ideas come together with an unmatched spirit to help solve global challenges. 